0: And remember, quoting is for the weak. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. What's up, Permission Nation? This is Charles Speck, host of the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. Glad you are here. And let me just tell you, just very quickly, I've got a bee in my bonnet. And I'm just going to be upset. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be angry all episode long. It may be a normal length episode. I might get this stuff off my chest in about 20 minutes, whatever it is. I just want to tell you right now, I'm not happy. I am not happy. You know why I'm not happy? Well, thanks for asking. I'm going to tell you why I'm not happy. I'm not happy because I am sick and tired of insurance agents thinking small. Period. I am tired of insurance agents thinking small. It's crazy right now. It's amazing to me. I I just had I just had calls, two calls today with insurance agents and I told them, I told them when I was done. I was like, I'm going to go and record a podcast episode I'm not going to say your name, but I'm going to record the podcast episode and I'm going to be thinking of your face while I'm talking because of the conversation that we had about them thinking small. And I mean this in a nice way. I don't mean it to be mean or anything like that. And it was an encouraging conversation with the two people that I had, but the issue was that they can't stop thinking small. Do you ever struggle with that? Do you ever struggle with small thinking, which gets you small results? That's really the issue that I'm talking about. And here, here is the issue with these two uh, particular agents that I was dealing with. And look, why I decided to have this conversation is because these two agents are like nearly most of the agents that are out there who've been in the business for any amount of time. Okay? These are decent agents. They're good at what they do. They are trusted by their clients. They have um, demonstrated a level of success over the course of the years that they've been in business. It's just that they've been thinking small. They are, they are stuck doing something how they've always done it, and they are going in a small direction. They're looking at, maybe, for example, their agency. When they came into their agency, whoever trained them said, this is how we do it. These are the types of accounts we go after. These are the size of the accounts we go after. This is our geographic territory that we go after. And so they were trained in that way, and so that's how they do it. When they then train new people who come in, they say, guess what? This is the size of the account we go after. This is our geographic territory. These are the types of accounts we write. And so it just kind of perpetuates itself over the course of time. It's the same thing over and over and over. They think... They think that what they were doing is that they were doing their pattern. They thought that they had achieved the way of success. What they didn't realize was that they were stuck in a rut. They didn't realize that they were stuck in a rut and they couldn't see it. I can see it, which is why I told them to their face, you're making me mad. You're making me mad. Because we were talking about, what are you going to do this next year? What are you going to do in 2022 that's going to be different from 2021? What are you going to do this next year that's going to get you different results, that's going to help you increase your book of business? Okay? So I'm going to give you right now a little bit of like understanding of where they were at, and I think you're going to find yourself here, at least somewhat in some of this, or at least maybe you know some producers in your agency um, who are like this, and they need to get out of their own head as well. But... Their book of business was around $250,000, $300,000. Okay, that's revenue. We're always talking revenue. We'll just call it two hundred and fifty. dollars um, One of these agents had a book. His was three hundred. dollars He had 250 clients. The other one was around $250,000 of revenue, and he was at 40 clients. Okay? So just kind of that's where they were at. Okay? One had a ton of clients. One had... Let's just call. I think it was maybe closer to 50 clients. 50 clients, $250,000 book. I was asking them about what they're going to do to increase what they achieve this next year. I told them, I want you to start thinking bigger. And I want you to come back to me with these numbers on what you're projecting for this next year. Think outside of the box. So the first agent comes to me and he says, I'm going to go bigger, Charles. I'm going to go bigger. Thought about what you said. I'm going to go bigger. I said, great, let's hear it. Let me hear your plan." Well, I'm going to start writing $20,000 premium accounts and I'm going to I to get um, 10 to 15 new clients this next year at $20,000 of premium. Wait. What? <laughs> I just, I was like, because we were on a Zoom and I was just looking at them like, wait a minute, what? What did you just tell me? You want to go after $20,000 premium accounts. This would be You know, adding up all the property and casualty, general liability, auto, workers' compensation, property, inland marine, excess, umbrella, cyber liability, $20,000 of total premium. And he only wanted to write 10 to 15 clients this next year. Now, that would put him at 10 clients, that only puts him at $200,000 of premium. 15 clients puts him at 300 grand of premium, not commission premium. And I said, you're making me mad. You're making me mad. Told them, look, your book, we'll just call it 300 grand. On average, you're going to lose about five to 10% of it this next year. Hands down. Everybody loses clients for the most part. You know, normally you're going to lose something. It's that you might lose business in a normal quoting relationship. Maybe you have clients that go out of business. Maybe you have clients that get bought Um, whatever it is, you're going to lose business. It's just part of the insurance industry. Attrition happens. And so let's just say it was like 5%, okay? On a $300,000 book of business, 5% is 15 grand. $15,000 you're going to lose. What you're telling me is that you're planning your entire year to have a net increase of $5,000. That's your plan? That's thinking bigger? The other guy had the audacity to tell me that he was only hoping that he was going to do about $20,000 of commission himself. Two separate interviews. They didn't even talk to one another. They don't even know, like, they don't even know one another. Two separate interviews, two separate calls, (laughs) $20,000. I'm so fired up. Is that you, is that you, Mr. or Mrs. Small Time Thinking? Is that you, where you're at, and what you're planning for yourself for this next year? Have you thought about what you're trying to build? Sometimes you just have to take a step back and ask yourself, what am I building here? What actually am I putting into place? What am I creating? You have to take a step back and do that every once in a while because you just don't realize what you're doing in the middle of it. Now to those two producers, and maybe it's you as well, they were kind of looking at it and saying, okay, I can do that. I can, I can, I can hit those numbers. Those were safe numbers for them. I asked them, I said, do you think you can hit these numbers? you think you can do $20,000 a commission in a year? Do you think you can do 200 dollars $300,000 a premium in a year? Yeah, I think I can do that, Charles. I think that's doable. Uh, they actually went through, they were, one of them rather went through. He was looking at numbers from all the other producers at his agency. He said, you know what, that would be a, that would be a decent year. You know, it would be just like an average year. I said, really? Wow. Here's the thing. If a brand new producer in the middle of North Dakota, I don't mean anything against North Dakota. I'm just thinking there's just nobody there. In the middle of Podunk, North Dakota, if a brand new producer told me his or her numbers of expected revenue written was $20,000 of commission, I would seriously, seriously... Have a problem with that? I would tell them that if you hit twenty thousand dollars, your agency principal might not fire you, but he should. If that's all you hit, you might not get fired, but you should. That's what I told the one guy who wanted to do, um, who wanted to do three hundred thousand dollars a premium. I said, look, you know, what? if if you weren't an experienced producer who's got 250 clients, if you were brand new, that would be the number that I would expect you to hit so that we don't fire you, so that you don't get a pink slip. That is not the number of somebody who wants to grow their book. That is the number of somebody who plans to not do much. That is the number for somebody who wants to skate, who wants to coast through 2021. That's the number of somebody who wants to throw up mediocrity and celebrate it as if they somehow hit a goal. That's what that is. I told them to go back and rework the numbers. I told them to go back and come to me with something that scares them a little bit. But here's also the issue. Small thinking, close-minded thinking, tiny little thinking, it was in their minds, and they couldn't get out of it. They couldn't get out of it because they were thinking, well, my territory that I, that I prospect in is fairly small, and the types of accounts that are here are fairly small. And I get it, totally. If they were going to continue in their small geographic territory for prospecting, then yep, hitting $20,000 of commission would probably be an average year based upon that. But I said to them, I said, why not? If COVID has taught us anything, if it has propelled us to do anything, it has taught us that you don't have to be local to write the business going forward. That you can make a willful decision to start writing stuff elsewhere. You don't have to write stuff wherever you're located locally. You can start, for example, prospecting on business in the next state or seven states over. You don't have to write business where you're at. You can increase the geographic location. Go after bigger accounts. I literally told him, I said, forget this $20,000 revenue for the year. I want $20,000 revenue per client. Why not? I asked him, I said, let's just brainstorm here for a minute. Why not just increase the size of the account that you prospect? We're going to widen the geographic territory that you're prospecting in. You're probably not going to see these people in person. It's unnecessary right now. It's unnecessary. You don't have to see these people. They don't need to see you. They might not even want to see you. You don't have to be there. You're not all that. They don't need you to come into their location. They want to have service. They don't necessarily need to see your face. You can prospect this business anywhere. Expand the geographic territory. $20,000 revenue per client. How many clients do you think you can write in a year? I asked them, how many clients do you think you could actually write in a year if you went after $20,000 revenue accounts? Okay? Now, this small-minded producer, at least the one I have in my mind right now, he said, well, I could probably write at least three. I said, well, if you wrote three, that would at least be sixty grand, right? I said, I, I mean... Worst case scenario, you can write one per quarter, right? I mean, you can write probably like one per quarter. That would put you at 80 grand. Really? That is small-minded, narrow thinking that we need to get rid of. If that's where you are at, I want you to somehow kick yourself in the pants so that you stop thinking that way. I want you right now to realize that Charles is giving you permission to go bigger. There's no reason why you have to stay small. It doesn't matter. Whatever the case is, if your agency isn't used to those types of accounts, doesn't matter. Write them prospect them. You'll figure it out. There's Frankly, there's not that much difference in an account that's $2,000 of commission versus one that's $20,000. The difference in those accounts is that one has a few more autos and more payroll or gross sales. That's it. You're putting an extra zero on the amount for gross sales, and you might have 5, 10 more vehicles. That's it. That's all that is different there. That's it. The real issue is, is it's up in your head. It's up in your head. And I use the example, which I have said before, but I'm going to say it again because it's my own example. I personally struggle with small-minded thinking. I do. I constantly like, find myself sort of regressing to smallness. And I had to use the, the example of like the best business lesson I ever learned in my life was when I went to a new agency and they forced me to write bigger accounts. They didn't tell me that kind of stuff when I was interviewing, but when I got there, they said, we're not going to pay you for this small stuff. You got to start writing bigger stuff. So my first agency, I wrote 35 new clients in the first year. I wrote about 135 grand of revenue. Okay, so that's where I was at. It's something like, I don't know, we'll just call it like $3,500 per account of commission. Okay, writing just small contractors, general liability, auto, work comp, everything else into it. 3,500 grand was my typical average size revenue account. The agency I went to wouldn't even pay producers for those accounts. You had to write at least five grand, but they were looking at more than 10 grand before they really wouldn't want to even pay you. So when I got there, when they told me that, I really thought they were going to fire me. I thought there's no way this is going to work out. Um, There's no way I'm going to be able to write this kind of stuff. Um, You know, I'll give it a shot, but after a few months, I'm probably going to have to find a new job. I hundred percent that thought. That's where I was at. But I made the decision, okay, great. I'm just gonna to continue to go after what I go after. Construction, that's what I knew. I just decided to increase the size of account dramatically, 20 grand. 20 grand. I thought, oh, there's no way this is gonna happen, man. I don't, even, just, I don't even have any clients like that at my old agency. Twenty thousand dollars. First policy I write was gonna to have to be 20 grand. Well, um, it ended up being that I wrote less than half the number of clients in that for the first year at that new agency compared to the year prior, but my average size revenue account was $26,000. I wrote around 15 clients at $26,000. So I don't know, do the math off top of your head. If I remember correctly, it ended up being something like $335,000 of commission. I wrote in my second year of business by doing nothing else than just going after much bigger accounts, fully expecting it wasn't going to work out and I was going to get fired best lesson I ever learned in my life, the power of thinking bigger. Are you a local insurance agent struggling to find markets for your clients? Look no further than Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, The Power of Thinking Bigger. What could you do if you started to think bigger? What might you accomplish in your book of business if you started thinking bigger? I really hope you start thinking about this as you're finishing up the year and starting to contemplate what you're going to be doing going forward in 2022 and so forth. Whatever plan you're putting together, do yourself a favor. Stop thinking small stop thinking small you're killing yourself and there's no reason for it you are a better insurance agent than that you are a better professional at that you have clients under your belt. You know how to sell. You know how to service clients. There's no reason why you have to be stuck going after those small accounts. There is nothing that says those are the types of accounts you have to write. Those are simply the accounts that you're used to writing. That's a big difference. The difference maker, however, is when you start to change your mindset. You start to change what you thought was normal and start to think bigger. You start to change the status quo. Please stop thinking small. You're making me angry. You're hurting yourself. You're not making even remotely close to the amount of money that you could make. You're not even close. You could be writing so much more. You don't have to write more accounts. You just need to go bigger. And if it requires that you begin to expand your territory, then expand your territory. That's the answer to it. You just need to do that. Not doing it is causing you to achieve mediocre results. You're getting the results that you are right now because of the size of the accounts you're going after. Change the size of the account. You will change your book of business. It, frankly, is amazing how often we suffer from small-minded thinking small-minded thinking i am going to tell you a story of another insurance agent i never tell you names of agents and you know unless um, i never tell you the names of agents that i work with i'm not going to tell you this guy's name either he'll know who he is and those that he works with might know who he is as well but great great story Started working with this agent about two and a half years ago. The book of business that he had at the time wasn't small, it was around $650,000. It's just that he was stuck at that number and really couldn't get past it. $105,000, you know, 100, 105, 110 was kind of like his normal. That he was just trying to get over 100 grand. That's what his goal was for the year. The problem was is the kind of business he was going after tended to have a little bit of uh, you know turnover issues. Um, selling and buying properties, merger and acquisition and so forth. So it was just kind of going up and down. He would find himself writing a hundred thousand, but then also losing thirty thousand, for example, or fifty thousand. And so he was only having net growth of you know, fifty thousand dollars a year because of it. And he just wasn't able to sort of get over the plateau. So I started working with him. And I'm telling you, about six months of just like constant conversations about, why he can change this. We, don't, we, didn't, we didn't have to change anything in regards to necessarily his script, uh, the types of accounts he was going after. The industry stayed the same. He just started like tweaking the size of the account. He began to tweak the account itself. About six months into it, he began to realize, you know what? I can do this. I can ask for the broker of record letter, and I deserve it. I know that my services are great. I know how to service this type of account. There's no reason why I shouldn't have this type of account. The insured would be hurting themselves not to have me as their agent. He just it started to to pierce his thinking. okay? began to make that switch. Now here we are, two and a half years later, he's going to end the year at a book of business at one point nine million. went from six hundred and fifty thousand to having just like very limited net growth every year, to now, less than three years later, going to be just under $2 million of commission, annual commission, book of business. Didn't change the industry, changed the size of account. I asked him a few weeks back, what was the size of the account that was your minimum size revenue account that you would write when we started working together two and a half years ago? He said, the minimum size revenue account that I would have written two and a half years ago was $2,000. I said, what is it today? He said, $50,000, $50,000 commission accounts. Not much has changed in the last two and a half years. Yeah, definitely he's gotten a little bit more experience. He's probably learned a little bit more about insurance coverages and so forth, but Nothing special to go from 650 grand up to 1.9, except that he said enough is enough. Except that he had the audacity, the sheer audacity, to realize that he is worth more than that. That's it. He finally had the guts, if you will, to make a decision to put a line in the sand that if you want to do business with me, it requires a signature on a piece of paper moving forward but I know what I'm able to do. I know what my team is capable of doing, and we will accomplish this for you if you are willing to give us the signature. But if you don't want to move forward, that's fine. It's just that we won't be the ones that you work with. You're going to be stuck with who you have. That's a mindset shift. That is a shift of going from mediocrity to something that is much more pro. Where are you at Whoever's listening to this, Permission Nation, where are you at? What's going on in your mind? What's going on in your thinking? Are you going big or are you going small? Are you used to what you've been getting? Is that it? Is that sufficient for you? I'm not saying it's necessarily right or wrong. right? Whatever, Whatever you want to build, you build. But what I don't like is that you're just throwing mud against the wall to see what sticks, and then you're stepping back and you're saying, ah, now I don't like it. Well, whose fault is that? Because you didn't take a step back and really decide, what do I want going forward? That's what I want you to do. I want you to have greater success. I want you to build the book you want. I want you to make the money you want. You want to know why I want that for you? Because my hope and my goal is that you're going to do something good with it. That it's going to be a blessing to your family, that you might even be able to give more to your church, that it will allow you to even give more to nonprofits. I look at it from that perspective that if I help my clients get better, it helps their family and it helps the organizations that they support. That's what keeps me going. I know that. By what I do, I am indirectly helping lots of people. I am indirectly helping thousands of people and organizations that are out there. But I'm angry at you if you continue to go small. But I'm also preaching in the choir because, as I mentioned earlier, I have sometimes struggled with it as well. We all deal with it. We all sometimes sort of revert back to things that are comfortable. We sort of revert back to the the status quo because sometimes when things get difficult it's hard for us to see it and jump over that hurdle but what you have to do is you have to constantly sort of like step back every once in a while and say and what is what I'm doing going to get me the result I want is this what I have said was going to be my focus going forward or have I just gone backwards because it's just more comfortable to do it this way build what you want to build so that at the end of the day you're happy with what you built and not unhappy. The beautiful thing about the insurance business is that you get to build what you want. It is not my job to tell you what size book of business you want. If you want a $300,000 book of business, then great. That's good. I'm really actually happy for you because that's what you wanted. You were able to achieve what you wanted. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, a $300,000 book of business in the middle of South Dakota or North Dakota is going to get you a pretty good lifestyle. Pretty good lifestyle. In the middle of um, you know New York or Los Angeles, you know, you're barely going to be able to pay the bills. It's just a different world. So wherever you're at geographically, you get to build what you want. But it doesn't matter. You get to build what you want. You are an entrepreneur inside of an organization. You get, for the most part, to decide what type of business you want to prospect. You get to choose the niche, the micro-niche. You get to choose what size of account you're going to go after. You get to choose what's the geographic territory that you're going to prospect in. You get to choose what services you're going to offer. You get to choose these things. You get to choose whether you're going to quote or go for the juggler and require a broker of record letter. You get to choose these things. That's a beautiful thing. But are you choosing... Or are you just allowing it to happen? Are you making a decision to overcome the status quo and to build something bigger? Or are you satisfied with going small? If you're satisfied with going small, not because it's what you want to do, but because that's what you just allowed to happen, then I'm angry at you. I'm angry at you because you're worth more than that. My name is Charles Specht. I am the president and CEO of Permission Network, where I teach and train insurance agents how to build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer
1: Podcast. Hey agents, listen to this, listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it, think of it.